hypnosis straddles the intersection of medicine and entertainment. The Mayo Clinic cites the benefits of hypnotherapy or hypnotic suggestion in controlling chronic pain, addiction issues and weight gain. Meanwhile, stage hypnotists such as Darren Brown build careers from touring hypnosis shows, where he has hypnotised a man to assassinate Stephen Fry and convinced middle managers to commit armed robbery, according to his website. Hypnosis is also inevitably a fetish. Erotic hypnosis videos and audio can be found easily online on websites such as eSuccubus, a site touting free erotic hypnosis mp3s for everyone and an archive of recordings from 2019 to the present day. Hypnosis videos can also be found on major porn sites such as Pornhub and X videos. The content of hypnosis porn varies depending on where it is accessed. On mainstream sites where hypnosis is a subcategory, much of the available videos feature women pretending to be hypnotised by male partners or therapists to engage in sex acts. There are videos, however, that claim to directly hypnotise the viewer to become a slut, masturbate in a certain way, or be transformed into what's known as a sissy. This direct engagement is the predominant theme of specialist hypnofetish sites such as eSuccubus, some of which promise the listener will be programmed with a trigger word that activates sexual behaviour. Hypnosis fetishes hinge on the exchange of power between the hypnotist and the subject. One account from Michelle David, a woman with a hypnosis fetish, explains that in sexual fantasies, all they would be capable of doing, or even thinking, was what their new master wanted, which, wouldn't you know it, is usually lots of sex. The fantasy of hypnosis is also a fantasy about relinquishing consent and having one's own thoughts and desires quite literally replaced by those of the dominant party. David notes that prior to becoming involved with the BDSM scene, she was haunted by fears that her fantasies were akin to rape, the opposite of consent. However, in hypnosis, the act of desire for the loss of control precludes consent violation. You cannot truly be forced to do something you want to do. Providing that discussion around boundaries and pleasure take place before an erotic hypnosis session, and they are adhered to throughout, the fantasy of losing control is maintained without the actual loss. This power play is at the root of many BDSM practices. I'm going to force you to do something that you really want to do. The loss of control hypnosis porn promises is far more about fulfilling the subject's desire than the reality of hypnosis itself. The efficacy of hypnosis is widely disputed and, despite Darren Brown's claims, peer-reviewed medical literature describes hypnosis as a tool of suggestion for psychosomatic issues, rather than a flip-switch cure-all that can radically change behaviour. For example, a 2007 randomised trial of 286 smokers found that 20% of people who received hypnosis managed to quit, compared to 14% of those who received standard counselling. Hypnosis can push people to do something they already wanted to do anyway, just with a slightly greater success rate. The history of hypnotism is rooted in misogynistic cures for women with hysteria in the 1800s. <clears throat> history Today cites the German physician Franz Anton Mesmer as the inventor of medicalised hypnotism, who introduced the practice to Paris in 1778. Over the following century, what was known as mesmerism grew into a popular Victorian pastime alongside other mysticisms such as seances. In the UK, John Elliotson was the major proponent for mesmerism as a cure for a variety of ailments, predominantly in young women. The most famous example was the teenage Oki sisters, Elizabeth and Jane, who admitted to his hospital in 1837 for treatment of epilepsy. Elliotson would hypnotise the sisters into a mesmeric trance before inviting spectators to pinch them, pull their hair, or stuff snuff up their noses to prove they could not feel anything. The women achieved celebrity status before Thomas Wakeley, another physician, exposed them as frauds. 
Many of the Victorian illustrations of hypnotism feature beautiful young women swooning into the arms of their hypnotists or being held motionless in a chair while a man stands over them, apparently in complete control. Christopher Green writes in his book on hypnosis that if one image could sum this story up, it would be a high-status man, slightly winging it, leaning over a hysterical woman and using experimental, mysterious forces to calm her down. There were women mesmerists, such as Annie de Montford, but they were the exception rather than the rule, and it was by far a male-dominated pastime. The misogyny present in early mesmerism may well have filtered into its eroticism today. Misogyny is regularly fetishised by men and women alike, for various reasons, namely that we live in a society where patriarchy is the dominant power structure, and fetishes function as a sexual play to make sense of power structures and our places within them. So even if sexual hypnosis doesn't work as advertised, that's also not the point. Like all kinks and fetishes, it's less about the reality and more about the imaginary. Hypnosis play is a way to experiment with power and control in a pre-negotiated, eroticised setting. Force me to do what I want, please.